Hi, welcome back to episode 21 of our A to Z podcast about coronavirus around the world. Today's letter is U, and we have chosen the United States. Sophia and I are from the United States, and we live in New Jersey. As of today, there are 366,238 confirmed cases, 19,814 recovered cases, and 10,959 deaths. As of today, the United States has the most number of coronavirus cases. The United States has a population of 327 million and is located south of Canada and north of Mexico. America has a very strong economy and is one of the largest in the world. Just this week, at least 366,238 People across every state and four U.S. territories have tested positive for the virus so far. The increase in deaths come as governor across the country seeks scarce ventilators and as police officers issue citations to residents who ignore orders to stay home. With infection rates expected to continue rising, Americans have been urged to wear face coverings in public and other public places and public places have been converted into makeshift medical centers, and some states have even released prisoners in an effort to limit the spread. The outbreak in this country, which as we said before, is now, which now has the highest number of known cases in the world, um, looks very different than it did like even a month ago. At the beginning of March, we had a very um, limited testing available and only about 70 cases had been reported. And most of them were tied to overseas travel. But then since the start of April, the number of deaths has grown by thousands. And almost, and states such as Indiana and Florida have seen a doubling in death. And no state has been hit harder than New York, which accounts for about half the country's coronavirus-related deaths and where new cases continue to be reported each day by the thousands. With hospitals stretched thin and medical equipment in very short supply, the state has turned to Oregon and China for emergency shipments of ventilators. For example, a Manhattan Convention Center was prepared for patients, a Navy hospital ship was docked in the city, a field hospital had been set up in Central Park, and another was planned for a Roman Catholic Cathedral. Though New York has had by far the most cases, other northeastern states have also seen their case totals increase rapidly. New Jersey, which shares a border with New York, has now has the second highest number of known cases in the country. With the creation of the White House Coronavirus Task Force earlier in January and the declaration of a public health emergency later in that month, the federal government began to put in motion the executive, legal, and regulatory pandemic response procedures already on the books. It has also banned foreign nationals who have traveled in mainland, mainland China from entering the country. So the government determined that any effective response was going to depend on the rapid scaling of their testing capacity. The virus genome was publicly available in mid-January, and the first tests were developed shortly thereafter. They 
The World Health Organization sent hundreds of thousands of tests to dozens of laboratories around the world by early February. But the administration and the CDC decided to rely exclusively on domestically developed tests, apparently in keeping with past practice. The CDC developed its own test in early February, which has then been distributed to labs. But it became extremely clear about a week later that one of their retinas in its kit proved to be faulty, which meant that most labs were unable to proceed using the CDC-provided test kits. This makes the United States fall behind in terms of testing, considering that they weren't relying on the World Health Organization's release of tests. Instead, they were developed, first they took the time to develop their own tests, and secondly, those tests uh, proved to be unuseful. And the federal government signaled that it had begun to recognize and correct for the flaws in the testing regime. And additionally, travel bans were extended to foreign nationals who had traveled in Iran. Officials worked more concertedly to promote private sector involvement in the crisis response. And Congress just recently passed an $8.6 billion supplemental appropriation bill to promote vaccine and treatment research emergency telehealth, and preparedness. Although testing was finally expanded during this phase, availability was still severely limited, in spite of administration insistence of adequacy. On March 11th, President Trump delivered a nationally televised address, and on March 13th, he declared a national emergency. The federal government then fully engaged its efforts to hasten mass testing, improve the availability of medical supplies, and encourage all Americans to radically alter the behavior in order to stop the spread of the virus. Further travel restrictions were placed on foreign nationals who had traveled in continental Europe and then in the United Kingdom and Ireland. Various emergency powers, including the Defense Production Act, were activated and then later employed. Commercial tests began to be approved quickly, and mass testing finally became possible, which This is what helped reveal the advanced spread of the coronavirus over the U.S. And additionally, because we have now so many more tests, we can properly track the spread of the coronavirus, which allows our government officials to be better equipped when it comes to determining what actions to take and how best to advise the public to remain healthy and be prepared for the spread. And I think America has definitely recognized its failures and is working to fix it. However, at this point, I fear that we've lost so much time. And the public, for the most part, is cooperating. However, there are a few people who still aren't taking this threat seriously. For example, the Spring Breakers. But messages about the coronavirus are everywhere. Every other second on the TV, on the news, as well as being on social media. Like platforms such as Snapchat and TikTok. And because we do live in the United States, in New Jersey, we have a more personal experience of how the United States is dealing with the situation. There's been a curfew until 8 p.m. and after that you're not supposed to be outside. And also you aren't supposed to be outside without having proper distance. And you're just supposed to stay at home until this quarantine is over. And I'm pretty sure that they've extended this until May 15th, until further action is going to be taken. That's it for today's podcast on America. Join us next time to find out what country we chose to explore for the next letter in our series. V. This is Sophia. This is Vina. Bye.